Slay Nation. It's your host, Heather. I'm back with another episode of the So She Slays podcast. I am so excited for today's guest. I have just, I'm almost done with her book. I am so almost done with her book and I'm like so close and I was really sad that I couldn't completely finish it, but we are so close. Um, I am here with Adelpha Marm. She is the author of Lord Knows This Shit Ain't Easy, How to Stay Emotionally Balanced in a Chaotic World. Now, if that title doesn't grab you, I don't know what will, <laughs> because that's relatable as fuck. Um, but also, she is a mentor and a coach. Thank you so much for being here. Go ahead and say hi to everyone. Hi, hi, hi. Hi, Heather. Thank you for having me. Hi, everyone. I'm so happy to be here. Oh, my gosh. Thank oh, you so gosh. much for being here. Now, tell us a little bit about yourself. Oh, my gosh. So I am a mentor. I'm a wellness coach, and I'm the author of Lord Knows This Shit Ain't Easy. And it's not, it's not at all. So I wanted to write a book about that. And it came out this year in May. It's my little literary baby and so proud of her. Um, and right now I'm, I'm digging into some breath work and meditation teaching and including that into my work too. So it's been really fun. Oh my gosh. I, you know, we talked a little bit offline about this. Mm. I came across this book. I think it was the universe. The universe decided it wanted to send me a little sign because I was legit thinking, I was like, damn, this shit called life is not easy. Like, <laughs> this is not easy. This is some ho shit. I am in the streets right now. Like, <laughs> this is not okay. Um, And I came across your book and the title. And I was like, damn, if this ain't a sign, I don't know what is. I second that. The universe is there like, yes, it's hard. Ah. Uh. It's so hard. And you talk, okay, so this book is really great because you kind of said offline that you wanted to write this book, but you didn't really like want to write a self-help book. Like you just, yeah. you, you you didn't really want to come across that way. And I'm going to tell you mission accomplished because mm -hmm. it did not come across that way at all. I appreciate um, that. What kind of, what brought about this book to begin with? So one, thank you for reading. I appreciate it. I hope you enjoy the rest of it. Um, so I was doing these healing circles I was calling them, and it was just a group of whoever wanted to join us to learn about whatever mental health topic. I'd pick something different every month and we would sit there and discuss like healing inner child or imposter syndrome or whatever that meant to us in the moment. Um, and throughout those, there were tools that kept being used that kept working and that everybody mm. kept relying on or would come back to another one and go, hey, this journaling really helped or this thing that, you know, you were talking about really helped. And so that became a bit of like a method that came about from all of that, from their experiences, from what I was doing, from what I was learning um, and my journey. And I think that was really important to me was like making sure that I'm not just talking at somebody with things that I know it's coming from a place of experience and like, this is real to me. So I hope that, you know, I'm looking out from that perspective um, and then, uh, a now friend, his name is Bud. He was the acquisitions editor reached out and was like, Hey, would you want to like write about this? I'm like, fuck yeah. Like, I would love to put this in a way where this can like go with you on the train. Or if you're waiting for something, you can read this book and have these tools that don't seem like work that don't feel like chores, um, that can help you get to a better you. And I think that's what I really wanted this to be. And took all the things that I know I rely on so deeply at this point of, of doing all of this consistently for years and putting it in a way where I feel like 
if I were recommending this to a friend, this is how I would talk about it. Like, I don't want to, I hated being talked at in school. Like I always wish somebody would be like, listen, this works. This is how you pass the test. So I wanted to do that in this form and not make it too self-help. No dis, love it all. <laughs> no, no dis. <laughs> but no, I really, I enjoyed the way that you approach certain things because it's kind of like what I told you a little bit offline. It's like, I, I, I mean, I consider myself pretty self aware we preach about being self-aware and mental health and, and wellness all the time on so she slays and I think for me like anybody else you can easily get off track you can easily like get into tunnel vision and you don't realize that you're in tunnel vision and so you did a very good job at bringing to light a lot of things I already knew but like forgot or like you you put mm -hmm. it in a different perspective and one of the things that stood out to me was um, I love the way that you called like your inner voice and how you talked to how you have like the nagging voice and like your inner angel. I shit you not. I named both of those like that. I was like your inner angel and your nagging. So I was like, oh, that's a, that, yep. Mm -hmm. I'm going to start saying. <laughs> so now every single time when those thoughts pop up, I was like, you just nagging over here, aren't you? Just stop it. <laughs> so funny it's so cool because it makes it like you know the way you wouldn't run to like a shitty boss that's like yelling at you like it personalizes these characters I'm like pointing at them like they're here but like these characters but it kind of <laughs> is though it kind of is because it like look you did like when you were saying like sometimes you just need to remove yourself and like kind of be like the third party to your own thoughts yeah. um and then you were talking about, you know, your inner angel. You named it your inner angel. And I was like, damn, that's cute. <laughs> I was like, that's cute. I'm going to use that. Um, yeah. And then <laughs> so it's like your inner angel and then your nagging self or whatever. Um, but I think for me, when I was just going through everything, I was just like, oh, wow. Like, dang, your thoughts really do have like a lot of power over yourself. And you really need to be able like when those nagging thoughts or those negative thoughts start coming up you just need to be able to stop remove like step back and just really determine like what is actually happening here what are those feelings so talk to me more about this yeah and I, it's exactly that that removal and I like to like I call it like zooming out of your own life because you're in it right you can't see the whole picture if you're in it so when you allow yourself to be removed I think it gives you room to see everything that you're feeling instead of just pushing past and going, I don't want to feel this. Let me just move to the joy. Let me move to the positive. You move back and you can see like, well, this is frustrating. And this nagging voice is saying this and I can hear that. I can try to understand it. I can empathize and then make a decision on where do I want to sit with this? And more times than not, if you give it that cycle, you lean into your inner angel, which is just like sitting there going, and this is what we really feel, right? Like it's more, <laughs> there's certainty in that side of it, as opposed to the uncertainty that that nagging voice kind of kicks in. We're like, you know, should we, can we, why didn't you? And did it, like, it's, it's a nag because of that. And so when you allow it to run its course, it will, it usually takes about two minutes before you tantrum it out. <laughs> and then you move over and you're like, okay, let's breathe. <laughs> We're all right. Just need some food or some water or to just release and understand that I'm human and life is fucking hard sometimes. And I think it allows you to like make an appropriate decision or just go, okay, well, if I do feel like this, maybe I can move forward knowing that 
this is the way for me. Like this may trigger me, but I can handle it this way, you know? Yeah. I really like the way too in this book that you were just like, like look at the way that you talk to yourself um, too and, and try to like meet yourself with that type of compassion. Um, I think sometimes I, even myself, I get lost in like the thoughts of like, okay, you got to do this and you got to do that. And this is not going as fast as you want it to go. Why is this not working? Blah, blah, blah. You know, that is so natural I feel like that is natural of anybody in life going through anything or trying to build anything or show up for people you care about um so that was like super important too and again I'm gonna say like this isn't stuff that no one's ever like never said to me before I've heard it but sometimes you know in life things just hit you differently at different times Mm -hmm. um they sink in a little bit differently um and this this one just did it just hit me at the right time I really appreciate that so talk to me a little bit about like how people should be like approaching themselves when it comes to talking to that inner voice because we all have the inner voice and I think people kind of forget that like it exists but it it literally exists as soon as you wake up like like oh shit I'm like oh shit I gotta go do this or oh you know I'm so tired I wish I could go back to bed like that is the inner voice Hello, it's up there. Okay. You just, it's going. You just whether you acknowledge it or not. <laughs> it's definitely up there. I, I, my first approach always is like, talk to yourself like you would a best friend. Mm. Not like someone you're dating, not your mom, like a true best friend that you've chosen to connect with and like that energy that you give them. Um, And I would always go by that. And then a client of mine who I love dearly, her name is Chris. She one time was, sharing with me that I forgot how she worded it I think she said you're the first voice you hear in the morning Mm. and I was like oh I fucking love that and I always want to credit her for that um but it changed everything because exactly like you said you wake up and the first thing you do is go I'm late or like you look at the time or you snooze whatever but it's very rarely uh hey good morning like that's like we don't really approach ourselves that way hey how are you are you okay let's enjoy the day. Happy Monday. Um, And so that's something that I started to do is like greet myself and check in the same way that when you go to text a friend, you're like, Hey, how are you today? Right. We don't do that for ourselves. You don't really go to work and it's like, Hey, how'd you sleep? How was breakfast? How's this? But we don't really do that. So I take that approach of going really slowly and just checking in, in a very natural feeling way in an organic way in the way that you would literally anybody else. Like you do it every day. It's just shifting that over and going, well, what? how am I, you know? And not just saying good to get over it, but like, how are you feeling? How's your head today? Are you foggy? Are you feeling clear? How's your body? Do you need a stretch? Do you need to go for a walk? Are you chilling today? Um, what's your mindset like, you know? Like get into that. Uh, and I think it helps the rest of the day where if you know you're here, you know how to handle yourself. And I think if you know you're having a tough day, you're not going to come and approach yourself with, hey, let's go your to-do list, because it's probably going to shut you down. <laughs> you're going to go, hey, I know it's probably tough. Let's take 15 minutes. Let's just relax. And then let's get into this. So I think when you start with that check-in with yourself and you align with, okay, well, what do I need to move forward? It gives you that voice. But if that's feeling tough, just look at how you interact with the world. We put our best out there for 
the random person at the grocery store, right? Like we can do that for ourselves. And that I feel like nobody ever really thinks about it that way. Like, I think I'm going to even start doing that. Um, greeting myself in the morning. Cause I feel yeah. like, you know what, that might even just change your perspective and even your mood a little yeah. bit more. You're like your energy, even when you wake up too. Cause I feel like we're always like, Oh, I'm tired. <laughs> oh, I gotta go do all this. Gosh, I gotta go get the coffee. <laughs> and that's real too. It's like, I have those mornings and I'm up at like five 30 and it's not fun, but it's one of those where you're like, I'm here. Like I'm, I'm doing this for me. And it's tough. Like, I remember not liking it. And you get into that point where you do, but it comes with discipline or consistency. And that I think when you're kind, it's easier to get into it Mm -hmm. as opposed to like waking up and going, here's the thing I dread. It's like, what can I look forward to? Like, I get up and I'm like, music, something's got to get me up, make me happy. Like music, it'll be that. And so like finding those little pockets. You also talk a lot about um, gratitude in this. And I will say that, like, normally I was, like, a very, very grateful person. Like, I I went out of my way. And then I think because of all these, like, different life circumstances that that kind of hit me all at once, I kind of got stuck in the whole, like, negative tunnel vision and all that kind of stuff. And so – but – it didn't, it was unbeknownst to me. Like I didn't, I didn't freaking know <laughs> that this was happening, <laughs> but it was like how I felt. And like, I'm such an expressive person anyways. And um, my feelings are just my feelings. And sometimes your feelings, when you let them run away with you, you, you just end up all over the dang place. <laughs> I feel you. I'm like that too. I'm all feelings, exposed nerves. I'm just like, it is what it is. I'm like, I'm sorry, not sorry. All right. Like, (laughs) take me as I am. Um, But when I was going through those, like the gratitude moments and you even talked about journaling and we'll get there too. um, I'm telling you, your book was like just the fat reminder of all the things I already knew, but it was like, Heather, come on. (laughs) Like, stop, 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 stop doing this to yourself. Okay. (laughs) Stop doing it. You're just doing it to yourself. You're making things harder. Um, so with the gratitude portion, I loved when you were like, okay, we don't necessarily have to have a gratitude journal. We don't need to go and do this or whatever. Just like finding the little pockets and moments of kindness in your day and just saying thank you for them. Mm -hmm. And I was like, you know what? I used to do that all the time. Like I lived in San Francisco before I lived in L.A., and parking is horrible okay parking is horrendous and I would always like every time I'd be late I'd be saying like little prayers or little shout outs and I was like please let me find a parking place please let me find a parking space or whatever and then I would find one and be like thank you yeah. I love it <laughs> my parking space <laughs> yeah but it was such a great reminder so talk to me about this whole gratitude thing I'm obsessed with it. I feel like it's falling in love with things. And I I find it to be so key in everything is just being grateful that it's there. And I think a lot of what takes away from that is that we get to a point where we kind of expect it to be great and we expect mm-hmm. it to be good that we just, it's normal, you know? So you're like, I don't have to 
be grateful that I'm brushing my teeth. I just have to do this, but not everybody gets to do that. Like it's a thing that it's a luxury, right? To some people. So even the smallest things that we forget that not everybody has, or that we get to do, I think is my approach with it. That, you know, it's like looking at it from that standpoint, like I get to wake up or I get to see my family every day. I get to do all of these things. Um, And I find that when you sit in that plane of gratitude, it's really hard to be frustrated or angry or sad or any of those things that we try to avoid anyway. Um, And not taking away that they exist, but just like giving you a moment to also acknowledge this. And it's like the way we spiral negatively and can go on for days and weeks and years. Like there's energy that's being put into that. And no one questions how bottomless that is. Why not just do the same thing for all of the greatness or all of the positivity or all of the life's little moments, right? Like the fact that we're here, the fact that whatever's happening after this is happening after this and enjoying it just because it is, you know, and I'm, I'm just, I think I'm one of those people, like the real hippy dippy, like, oh, flowers and let's hug a tree and let's like, look at this. <laughs> so I tend to bring that into my work, but I also know that we get into those places where it's like an ebb, like you just, something will happen and life goes on. You got to focus on whatever else. And we can't be in that rainbows and butterflies. Everything is beautiful um, moment. And I think that that's okay too. And it's, we were talking about zooming out, which you did, right? You were like, oh shit, I don't really do this. And you kind of zoomed out and you were like, I used to do this, right? I know how to do this. Um, and you give room for the fact that you haven't, some shit went on, life happened, you got tunnel vision is valid. And you also recognize that you want to be somewhere else. You want to do something else with it. So you zoomed out, you looked at that, you gave it room. And now you're in this place of gratitude and it's like sitting in that and just looking at the small things and it's not a list, right? It doesn't have to be a list. It can be the thank yous. Um, I always recommend to like clients, like before you go to bed, just be like, this happened today. Like, look at all the things that I did today. And a great way to think about it too, is if someone that came in like a boss or whoever was like, well, what'd you get done today? You know how eagerly we're like, oh yeah, this, 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 do that for you. Like check all those boxes. I got up, I made breakfast, I ate, I walked, I went to work, I connected with friends. I did all of these things. Like, look at how great my life is in this, in this to-do list of things that I did today. I just think it's so special. I think it fills everything else. What would you, what are like some tips that maybe you would give to somebody who is having trouble zooming out and then, you know, finding those little things to be grateful for? Because I think sometimes a lot of us can get so stuck. We don't, we don't really know how to zoom out Mm -hmm. or even how to even start looking for things. Yeah. My quickest and like easiest thing would be to schedule a self-date wherever that is. I can be in your room. That can be 15 minutes of just checking in with yourself. And it's literally that. I think if you go back and you're like, what was, what day is it? It's November 3rd. What was all of October like? And you can sit through just like thinking about that for 10, 15 minutes. You don't have to write about it. You don't have to talk to anybody about it, but like be honest is maybe one requirement. Like how was the month? How was the week? How were you? Like, are you good? Um, are you burnt out? Are you needing to finish projects? Like what is going on with you? 
And if things are great, things are great. And, you know, you can sit in that. But when you get to sit and reflect, I feel like that's your chance to zoom out. And if that doesn't come naturally, I'm one of those people, I forget, I schedule it. I literally, the same way I wouldn't miss an appointment with my like eye doctor or whoever, I get the reminders, I get the calls, I schedule it. I do it for me. So like in my calendar, it'll say, like, it'll be like AM with AM and I'm, I schedule that I time block it. I know what I'm doing. I bring my notebook. Cause that's what I like to do. Um, and it makes it intentional where I'm like, this is an appointment with somebody treated as such, right? We wouldn't miss it. We wouldn't be late. So I try when it's hard, I try to treat myself the way I would somebody else, right. Mm. Just show up in that way. Um, and then I schedule reminders like all the way through. So sometimes it'll be like once a month, I have ones that are like, do a monthly reflection. I have a quarterly one that's like, do this kind of work reflection or do this and just go back and see where you were at. It doesn't have to be deep. It's like, yo, are you good? <laughs> if you're not good, what's going on? What do you want to change? Like, who do you want to be? And that's another one I'm using lately is like, who do you want to be? And are you, are you in that? Are you living that? Are you aligning yourself with that? So now when I reflect, it's almost a little easier because I'm like, are you the person you wanted to be all of October? Like, if you look back, were you, you know, your kindest self, were you your highest self, are you proud of who you were? And if those answers are a little faulty, it's easier to be like, oh, what happened? Okay, well, let's go back. And if you were feeling aggy, then let's focus on this. Let's do this more. I think that's such, that's such sound advice. Um, I think, oh, we get so lost in this world right like staying emotionally balanced like your book it's it's hard it is definitely hard and we all go through those different things right and gosh I think just in your explanation you are kind of reminding me of habits that I used to have but I just let go because life got crazy um and that kind of brings me to this journaling aspect because I've kept a journal since like 1998. Yes. I had my whole life. My whole life is in little books on my bookshelf. We've all written autobiographies. Literally, girl, you could tell by the style of the journal what I was feeling at that moment. <laughs> Love it. The handwriting. I mean, the handwriting. I mean, I got Lisa Frank up in there. I got a fuzzy blue one. I got... Yes. I love that you oh, it was, uh, you know, I got, I got one with cat, like a sunflower and some cats. Like, I mean, I, Lord knows, Lord knows oh you can God. tell like the era I was going through just by the style of the journal. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's so, yes. I'm just, I'm with you. All the journals. All oh of them. my gosh. The amount I, of trees we've killed. <laughs> terrible. <laughs> terrible. I, because I used to journal so much growing up, like so much. And it's hilarious because during the pandemic, I did a little reflecting and I was like, I wonder what, you know, eight-year-old Heather was thinking. Did you really? How was oh, it? Oh my God. Tell me all the things. It was, um, it was interesting. Your girl was boy crazy. Oh Lord. Oh, um, and then I like I was really into um like music and all of this stuff. And I was like, oh my God, Heather. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I love it. I was like naming all these boys and I was like, I don't even remember these boys. Oh. <laughs> yes, that's so good. Oh my gosh. But then I remembered my little like trials and tribulations and all that stuff you're going through when you're like 13. Oh, yes. You know, why it feels like the end of the world and no one understands me kind of stuff. And I was like, oh God, this is, this is so funny, but like also like cringe, but also like cute at the same time. <laughs> like here, just let me hold you. Just like, oh man. <laughs> You're like, so, young Heather was going through it. Like, <laughs> that's so cool. I want to go through um, those ones. I, I love journaling, journaling, but I mean, I will say as an adult, when you get things, things get busy and you're just tired and you know, you're like, okay, I gotta go to bed at this time because I gotta get up really early and I have this and this to do or whatever. And it's one of the habits that I have like kind of, I still have, but I don't do it as often. And I think after reading your book, I was just kind of like, you know what, maybe I should just start doing it because that honestly journaling helps so much in in the way that you referenced it in your book when you were just like I'm just putting it all out there like Mm -hmm. I remember telling that to my mom as a kid I was like she's like oh you know do you like journaling and all this I was like yeah I was like for some reason it just it I just got to get it all out and it's just on the paper and it's not in me anymore and I don't even have to deal with it (laughs) that yes so tell me about your journaling journey (laughs) My journaling journey was hard because of everything that you're saying. Like, it was just like, where do you, who makes the time for this? Who wakes up to write three pages in the morning? God bless Julia Cameron. Like she's in her morning pages and all of that. But I was like, I don't know how people make the time. I don't know how, like, what are you writing about? What, what the fuck? And I think I forced myself and had so many journals that would be like a page of, what the fuck am I doing? This is stupid. I should be to-do list, right? Like you just turn into like all the things I should be doing. You're like, I turn into a list. (laughs) Right. And then like not journal and then have the burst on a Monday and then try it again and hated it. And then there was a time where I was like, I just want to see what this does. Like for the fuck of it. Like I've done not journaling. Let me see what this does. And I think I can be very like that mindset motivates me where I'm like, a challenge is a challenge. Let's try it out. Um, and so I made the commitment of like, write. I was like, just write for like a week and a half and just see how it goes. And I got a pocket journal, like something, I wish I had it with me, but something tiny because it was easier to fill up the pages. And I felt better about myself doing it. It's like, it's a win. Whatever works. Whatever <laughs> I'm works. finishing the pages. <laughs> so that's what motivated me to like keep going was I was getting it done. And I was like, all right, fuck it. If I can just do it, I'll say that I did it. Um, and my pages literally went from like, this is stupid to whatever was going on. Like it just became that getting it out and getting it out. And I was like I noticed I was revisiting a lot of things. Like my journal entries were like and eight years ago. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> what is happening? Um, and so when that like week and a half was over, I just kept going. And I didn't clock that I like kept going past my challenge to myself. But then there was like a weekend where I didn't. And I was so foggy. Like I was like, something is weird. And I feel like every conversation I'm having makes no sense. Like, I feel like there's just so much going on. 
and I couldn't place it. And then I like Monday came back and I got back into routine. I was like, I'm journaling. And I was like, oh shit, I didn't journal. And I was like, I it correlated. I was like, I felt different. I felt off. Like I just had so much that I couldn't do the the day to days. It's like there's too much going on. I need to get it out. Um, and it helped me see that that was something I needed. Like I was like, I need to do this to feel like that. Like I liked how I felt when I was journaling. I liked feeling clear. I liked feeling like I wasn't on a hamster wheel in the back of my mind all day. Um, and so it helped the habit come about. Um, but yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't easy until it became easy, so to speak. And a great way to explain that too is like you ever just had a a food transition where like you're trying to eat healthy and then you have McDonald's or something and you feel like shit. Yeah. That was me. Like not journaling was my McDonald's. I was like, this kind of sucks. Like (laughs) I need to do something. Um, But I also down the line had moments where journaling just wasn't what I wanted to do to get the thoughts out. And so to speak to your point where like, if you don't have the time to sit and write, I would record an audio note. Like if I had some privacy, if I, had, if I was on a walk, like nobody knows who I'm talking to. And I would just say it, like just fucking get whatever it was out in some way, shape or form. And it helps, this helps neurologically your writing and you're getting thoughts down. There's movement to the thoughts. So you're processing a little different, but to still allow yourself a release of everything that we have to endure as women, as whoever, as humans, is the shit that's going on in the world, in our society. It's like, you have to have a point where you let off seam, where you let yourself be human, where you fucking cuss and get angry and be no filtered. Like we have to, we're (laughs) forever filtered as soon as we walk out (laughs) the house. And you don't have moments to be unfiltered, to be really raw. Uh, and these like my pages or that or my audio note is that and I think it gets everything out it's another zoom out another way to zoom out where you see it all and you fucking like when you hear yourself say all the things and you're like oh <laughs> I don't know I was feeling that like I've had moments where I hit end on the audio and I was like I was just yelling for 30 minutes that's kind of nuts <laughs> I'm so angry at whatever I'm like oh okay there you go but you notice that this affected you and this is how you actually feel. And in that audio or in that recording, you're like saying what you would want to say to somebody. And it tells you so much about what you're dealing with and what's going on with you that you have that release, you have direction, you have some clear thought after that, like your pot isn't boiling anymore. So you can move like there's action now. Yeah. I also want to talk about too, like with this journaling and like getting things out and all that kind of stuff, like you talk about this in your book a little bit too, where you you can kind of run into different traps per se, where it's like, you know, you start emphasizing too much on the negative or you start going, you tunneling down that way. And then you start realizing like, Hey, you know, I'm doing all this stuff, but also too, like, I want to, I want to talk about ways to not get in that, in that (laughs) habit. Um, but also how to not judge yourself when you reflect on the things that you're writing. <laughs> that's, true. that's easier said than done. <laughs> it's so tough because we're so harsh on ourselves. And I think when we look back, we're doing it through the eyes of like where we're at now. 
Like we're not looking at it from the perspective of the you that wrote it. Like now you've you've gotten past it and you've grown an eight-year-old you who was like, Tommy was a fucking dick. Like you're like, fuck that kid. I don't even know. You don't even know who he is anymore. You know, <laughs> you're doing it from that lens. So it's easy to look back and go, what was going on? What were you thinking? So it's really helpful sometimes to like picture the you that wrote it, picture mm-hmm. what was going on then and what that time was like, like how your journals tell you that period of where you were at, right? So if you know, like, whatever, like if I go back to my journals, I'm like, well, you were super, I don't know, postpartum and you just had your baby and this is who's writing this entry. Like, read this through the eyes of somebody that is a new mom at this age and dealing with this and dealing with that. And it helps soften it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and if that's still hard, again, the, the best friend approach is insanely helpful. And you'll also see how much you have to give to the people that you love and care about. Cause if your best friend came to you and was like, I'm dealing with whatever that you may feel is ridiculous, right? There there's an approach that you would have with them. That's a bit gentle. That'd be caring. That's still like, I care about your feelings and how to handle this with you. I'm not just going to mm-hmm. dick and fuck it all up even more bring that into you, right? Like talk to yourself the same way. After you write your journal entries, do you reread them? Not automatically. No, I'll take time. I'll take a couple days sometimes and reflect after that. There's times where I won't read them at all until I have those like scheduled reflection bits. And then I'll go back and like, look through. Um, Oh, that's a good idea. There's times where I'll have my journaling set in like a brain dump and then a journal entry. And so I'll brain dump everything and then look over and that helps too, where I'm going back and deciding like, am I looking at this brain dump me or this like journal that's like a bit more concise and maybe giving me more about my life. Um, And again, it's all through like, just being kind. Like there's no, I don't believe that we're motivated by shame as much as we think we are. And I think we do really well when things are tender and kind and you feel like you're doing good. Um, And I know that about me. Like I'm, I don't do well when, like I couldn't picture being on a football team with a coach yelling at me. Like I'd be like, bro, fuck off and fuck you. Literally, literally. (laughs) No, I'm never going into the military. You'll tell them to go (laughs) freaking kick rocks before. You'd be like, no, why? why wake up no no (laughs) tell me why tell me why and if it's a good reason maybe I'll do it if it's not I'm gonna tell you to think about it (laughs) that's me so I I feel like when I know that I can be real about that I had to go okay well what do you like I like to be talked to nice talk to me nice I'll do what you need me to do so I started doing that to myself I'm like you got I just have to handle myself in the way that I want other people to handle me and it helps me move on. It helps me get motivated because I don't feel like I'm fucking failing at life. I'm not mm-hmm. the one telling myself, you didn't do this and this is fucked and you have this left. It's like, okay, absolutely. We'll forever have things to work on. But yo, you just did X, Y, Z. You know what I mean? Like, we can't forget that. Yeah. And when you see that, I'm like, okay, well, if I did that, I can knock this out. That's cool. Yeah. I like how in your book, you also gave like journal prompts and you kind of gave, you give tips at the, at the end of every chapter. 
which I really like because I was like, you kind of summarize everything into like nice for us to do list people. I was like, ah, smart, <laughs> smart. Um, so she, um, you basically like you talk about the people who sometimes journal and get things off their chest and then sometimes journal and then head down this really negative um spiraling tunnel and then at the end of your chapter you kind of give tips it's like okay well if you know you're, you're used to structured writing try not unstructured and all this kind of stuff so tell me a little bit about that yeah so um I find that when people find it hard to journal they are using or they're not using prompts and that's why it's hard they're trying to like free write and get it all out mm. So if that's something that's coming up, I would say use prompts, like find, go anywhere, like Google it, Pinterest, anywhere has prompts, you can find them um, and gear them towards something that you want to work on. If that's not something that's happening, like whatever, journal prompts for whoever you are, whoever you feel like you're aligning with. Um, and I think a lot of what that doing the opposite thing is, is shaking yourself out of that system. Like if you are someone who has always journaled when bad things have gone on. That's what journaling is to you, right? It's like a vent, it's a dump, it's, I gotta release all this negativity, let me put it here. If you wanna create a practice out of that and that's all you know it to be, you're gonna hate journaling. It's just gonna become, well, what negative thing can I write about now? Mm. So shifting that, find a prompt that's like a gratitude prompt. Um, a motivational journal prompt, a reflection prompt that's a little geared towards something more positive to just break up the monotony of like, I'm going to come in and vent about how shitty work is and do this and do this. And then you don't really feel good. It's just like, oh, now I'm just revisiting all the bad in this book. Um, and it's that and that becomes a habit, right? It's like, so going back and creating something with that, reflecting with it, um, using prompts to help you. If you are a prompt person, try to free write and see what comes out of it, right? You've had all the prompts, you've gotten the practice of that. See what happens if you let yourself be free. If you let yourself just like no limits be on a page and just vent it out. Um, shake yourself out of the, the habit in that way. Keep the umbrella of it, but shake up how you do it and see. I think a lot of it is observing what comes up for you with the prompt, what comes up for you when it's not a prompt. If you're in this negative thing and you catch that, to me, you're already winning. Mm -hmm. If you've caught that you're in a negative spiral, you know, you can't unsee it. After that, you're making a choice. And after, I feel like for that, anybody. You are making a choice. <laughs> Absolutely. Like, let me tell you, woo, that one, it was just like, for me, when I catch myself in a negative, a negative spiral or a negative thought, I'm just like, oh. I'm going to choose not to do this anymore. Yeah. I'm gonna go the other way. <laughs> exactly that. I have a friend who was like, once I think about it, I do it. And I'm like, I like that. Cause you can't, you can't lie to yourself. Mm -hmm. It's not cool. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you can catch yourself all like, you know, you're right. It is a choice. Like once you, and like, it just doesn't feel good. It just doesn't feel good. When you, even if they're like, you know what, I'm just mad and I'm just like, I just, I'm going to be mad and be mad. And so it's like, you're okay, fine. I made that choice to be mad. And then, <laughs> okay, cool. Sometimes you need to, in order to work through some feelings. But if you're in like this constant negative spiral and you're making the choice to stay there when you know you're already there, like it feels crappy. It doesn't feel good. And you're like, you've done it. So do something else now and see how that's like, <laughs> that's not working. Like, tiring. Okay. Doing it. <laughs> what am I? 
this is horrible and I'm making myself feel horrible. So this is shit. Like, <laughs> go a different way. One thing I do too is just like, I don't want to be that person. Yeah. Um, like, angry girl walking around. Like, I like when I'm happy and kind, even if it's for the sake of being like, I'm a happy person. <laughs> just, exactly. It's like, okay, even for the sake, you're just like, no. I may be having a crappy day, but I'm not going to let this, like, I'm not going to let this sleep into uh, different areas of my life. Like, I'm just going to make the decision. We're yep. going to have a good day. <laughs> oh, yeah. I use a, a tip for that, too, where it's, like, just looking at your day and quarters. Mm. Fucked up morning. Go have a great, I don't afternoon. know, early afternoon. And then have a greater later afternoon. And have a perfect evening. <laughs> yeah. Oh, good. It gives you, like, several different times to start over Heck yeah why can't we use the standards we hold ourselves I, to sucks. I think that's like my my main thing is just wanting to be so kind because mm. we're so kind to everybody else we give everybody all the leeway and then yeah. we look back at ourselves and we're like why are you not perfect, <laughs> why? Why, are you not perfect? why do we do that to ourselves <laughs> Oh my gosh. Okay. I feel like you and I can dive deeper into this, but I wanted to give everybody a quick little, little tidbits of what you, what you can find when you purchase your book. So please tell everybody where they can purchase, where they can find and follow you all of the above. Oh, thank you. Um, so I'm on Instagram at Adelpha Mar, and you can buy my book at Barnes and Noble, Amazon, Indie Books, um, through my, my publisher, excuse me, Hierophant, um, anywhere books are sold, you can find it. And, um, what you can find in there is a very conversational book that's going to just give you tips on how to make life a little easier <laughs> in ways that don't feel like a chore um, and a bit of a handhold in a I feel realistic way. And like Heather said, things that you know, I don't want to take away from that, but things that I think are helpful to just be reminded of and maybe just find a new way to tackle. It, you definitely did. You definitely uh, reminded me of a lot of things that I used to do and I stopped doing for some odd reason, you know, because you're an adult and things get busy. But I'm going to definitely start reinstilling because I was I was a little bit more balanced and level headed and like didn't feel like the whole world was like going around in five million circles all the time. I'm just like, oh, my gosh, this is crazy. Um, so even if you get just a little bit out of this, I really, honestly, I think the gratitude, if I was going to pick one thing, I think that little tiny piece, like, cause it's so easy to do you, it's so easy to do. Just if somebody opens the door for you, thank you. If somebody allows you, you know, to move ahead of them in line for some reason, thank you. Like they didn't have to do that. Yeah. And I know it's kind of like a bleak way to look at it where it's like nobody has to do anything, but it's also flip that coin. It's like, how cool that if nobody has to do anything, they're sitting here and doing a small gesture for you, like, and a quick thank you is enough gratitude and we all do it anyway. So it's good to count that and recognize that, add that into the day. I love that. Oh my gosh. All right, Slay Nation. Thank you so much for listening. And as always, until next time, we'll catch you later. Yes.